I encourage people to get out of their head and, and be present, try to be present in your body, uh, not only in your head. And as you know, as a dancer, that's a journey. Sometimes you're, depends on how you're feeling. And it's been, you know, it's, it's a journey. It's a, it's exciting as an instructor though, to, I really try to encourage people to listen to their intuition, to listen to their compass inside. And, um, and then you see the dance magic happen. And once people experience dance magic, it is, they're like hooked because, you know, dance magic is incredible. And I'm telling you, if anybody's listening and does not know dance magic, it is real. It is 100% real. And also science would say endorphins are really, will kick in when you get your heart rate up. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Sneha Ghazi, and welcome back to another episode on Fit as a Fiddle. I'm a physical therapist and owner of Sneha Physical Therapy in New York City. I'm also the founder and executive director of Physical Therapy International Service Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit that brings free health resources to underserved communities all over the world. I am obsessed with the idea that if you feel better inside and out, you live a better life. Each episode on Fit as a Fiddle brings you phenomenal guests in the health and wellness space who share inspiring tips and tangible advice. I'm glad you're joining this community of listeners who strive to keep their mind, body, and spirit healthy and thriving. All things health and wellness starts right here. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this week's episode on Fit as a Fiddle. We have an amazing guest for you today. His name is Joseph Corella. He is a choreographer. His work has appeared in many, many big stages across the country. He has been on the MTV Video Music Awards, MTV Dance Marathon, and so many other places. And he is also the creator and founder of 568... Sorry. He is also the creator and founder of 567 Broadway. In my brain as a dancer, I'm like, 5678, it's not. I love it. I love it. Um, and this is basically an all-level dance fitness class. It's for everybody. His work is incredible. And a lot of what he puts out into the world with his energy and his personality, um, I'm sure has moved so many people on this planet already. And we're excited for him to move our listeners today. So welcome onto the show, Joseph. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm excited to chat. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So <laughs> I am, for listeners, I'm having my very first conversation with Joseph and you guys are listening to us just jamming with each other for the first time. So I'm just going to, you know, do my thing. And Joseph is just going to talk to talk about himself, just like we're getting a coffee for the first time. And then we're going to really talk about his business, his work and what inspired him. So Joseph, who are you? (laughs) Uh, This this is going to take forever. No, no. Uh, I'm uh, overall my my mission in life is to share the power of dance, the power of movement. Uh, and overall, I started dancing when I was a kid at like the age of seven. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, originally uh, Mexican American. And um, let me just say that things weren't so easy. I would say I knew I was gay at a young age too. And there was just a, a lot of things pulling me down saying you're you should not be you. You should not be you. And I, at a young age, I was always thrown by that. Um, but that's kind of a foundation of when dance came into my life, musicals as well, music, uh, it really helped me connect to myself and um, stay connected to myself through some really dark times as well. 
Uh, and it's really helped me. I'm literally been dancing through life, <laughs> like wicked, the musical I've been dancing through life. And, uh, I would not be sitting here today if it weren't for the power of dance, for the power of movement, music, the arts overall. And, um, you know, I performed professionally. I was on Broadway, did national tours. Uh, and then my husband and I wound up moving to Los Angeles. He was a Broadway performer and now he's an attorney. So, but he went, he was going to go to law school. And so we moved to LA. And so, you know, being from Phoenix, it's not too different for me. He's from Massachusetts. It's a big little, a little bit of a change for him, but we've been in LA now for over 11 years, which is crazy. Uh, and the thing is, is that everything kind of switched once I moved to, to LA and long story long is I started teaching dance fitness to adults and I fell in love with it. I hated teaching prior. Let me just say that out loud again. I used to hate teaching prior. And um, it was, and in my life, things switch, but I love teaching adults and I love um, helping adults find creativity, uh, connect to the power of movement, and obviously the incredible health benefits that dance uh, can do for your life. But that's where I created 567 Broadway, which is a dance fitness class uh, to Broadway music. And I've been doing that for like the last eight years now. And I'm so, so grateful. And uh, I'm, you know, life has been a little crazy the last couple of years, as we probably have all been experiencing. Um, but the, the main thing is that I do, I'm very inspired lately to let go and also follow my dreams and see where life continues to take me. And, and you know, dance is one of those, movement is one of those things that continues helping me follow my dreams as well. Well, Joseph and I are kindred spirits because that moves me as well. Um, and I, that's why I really thought that you would be such a great fit for this show and um, to talk to our listeners because um, a lot of people who listen to this show love movement in some capacity or the other. Um, mm. And I think that there's a particular aspect and I'm totally biased as a dancer, but there's an aspect of dance where there's just the music and the movement and the feeling and the emotion. And if you're in a group doing it and, and it's a completely different feeling when you're on your own, um, but when you're sharing it with uh, in a platform like five, six, seven Broadway, where there are people together, you know, kind of feeling the music and, um, and moving in uh, cohesion together, there's just a different, um, you know, uh, feeling to it. And I think there's a different impact that can have in somebody's life. So I guess my first question is what made you very specifically come up with this format of, you know, teaching and the, the way that you kind of put together your company and the way that you teach your classes, what inspired you to do it in this particular way, as opposed to, you know, just a general exercise class or just as a general dance class, for example. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing, I'm a huge musical theater nerd. So like Broadway, I've been dancing to Broadway music since before I even started dancing in my bedroom, like putting on Les Mis and like Castle on a Cloud and like being dramatic. And I, I love, I, I love uh, storytelling. So the thing is, is that when creating this, I love, this is a dance fitness class. So it's not a dance class. It is a dance fitness class, which is different where I'm really trying, wanted to create something like we're squatting to bend and snap from Legally Blonde, uh, you know, or we're doing foot, foot loose and like songs that we really know and that we've connect to as well. I do believe when you connect to music that you really are passionate about, it transports you as you know, as a dancer, there's something when you get lost into the music, um, it just takes you to this magical place. And that's where I, this is what it does for me. And I wanted to create something that was for everyone. 
that's a journey. So it took, it took, you know, it took some trial and error. I would try different things when I started creating the format and then I would have to change up choreography or like really pay attention. But I do have people from all like different ages that, and all different types of people that take this class. So it's really amazing to see, but I have to, I have paid attention over these years of how to fine tune that so that it's a safe space for people. But the first part of class is 25 minutes of cardio and strength training. The more you do it, the more you get it. It's like follow along. I call it act one. So like <laughs> you, you, that's your main show. And you do that every time you come to class. And I change numbers out every so often. Act two changes every class, which is a broken down combination. Like this Saturday we're doing, this is me from The Greatest Showman. Because uh, who doesn't love The Greatest Showman? Uh, <laughs> but like, so each class is different with act two. And act two is a way to really, I call it a workout performance. So it's really trying to get people to be in the moment, uh, create something, but also I want you to sweat. So my, my main goal is, is as well, like, to make you sweat. I want you to leave sweaty. So, and like, yay, like I sweat as glitter. But again, I really wanted to create a safe space for adults. Uh, there's not, and to be creative, to keep that childlike fun alive. Um, you know, I, I encourage people, I do virtual classes now and I encourage people to find workout costumes and what do you have at home? Let's get creative. Let's try that. Cause it does, as you know, it does heal you. It helps you, it refuels you. Uh, and I think in this day and age, especially with the pandemic, we need all the refueling we can get, uh, and all the joy we can get. Yeah. I was actually just going to ask you how the pandemic had shifted, um, your work. It really transformed the fitness industry and, um, you know, the general entertainment theater, live, live in-person stuff uh, so much, but it sounds like you've, you've really done well with being able to gather all those pieces. And, you know, I guess a lot of the people that probably stuck with you also found meaning in that. And then there was probably also another wave of people who are like, I have all this time at home and I also want to do something new, you know, lovers of musical theater. Is that what you found? Yeah, it was, it's been a journey. It's, you know, it's like anything when creating, I felt like I was creating a new quote unquote show. And so um, luckily what really started it for me to push forward with virtual classes is Broadway Dance Center. I teach for Broadway Dance Center, whatever I would be in New York. And they messaged and said, hey, would you, do you want to do virtual classes with, with us? And I was like, okay, but I, I, that was a journey getting every technical aspect on my side and gear for that. But then it really opened a door um, to, I have people from Australia, Brazil, Ireland, um, Canada, all over. And it was really cool to see, like you said, you do get a new group of people that came together and it's like a community. I've been doing it for over a year now and I like know them. And it's so weird because sometimes we have like a cast chat after class and like, but it's not long, but when I hear their, I only see them. I never get to hear their voices really. But when I hear their voices, I'm like, oh my God, look at like Shelly, I hear your Australian accent, uh, you know, or Esther in the UK. So it's just, it is, it's like, um, it's been a really great experience. I do miss obviously in-person uh, stuff. There's something really powerful about that. But like you said, the virtual age is here to stay and it really catapulted us to really, um, how do we work out at home? Uh, and I don't think people, I think people are probably going to hold on to that. We've learned a lot of new habits, uh, that are great. You know, people took, I hope that it helped people take the initiative to figure out how to exercise in a space without having the motivation, maybe of other people around you, because we kind of have to push ourselves or uh, ourselves. <laughs> I totally hear you. Um, so in terms of 
like the type of general audience that comes and takes your classes. Um, I assume that obviously theater lovers are drawn to this form of exercise um, and sort of fitness as well, and you know, incorporating choreography and the stuff that they know. Um, but do you ever find it challenging for people who are maybe not familiar with the music or not familiar with movement or, or not dancers or just very much beginners? How do you kind of help them feel inclus included into the work? Um, I'm, tr I'm asking you this question only because I'm thinking off the top of my head of all the different dance classes that I've taken or taught myself. And there's always kind of this spectrum of people who sometimes come in with a lot more experience and, um, you know, little experience in, yeah. in dance or fitness or both. And, and, you know, it, it sometimes is challenging to navigate that in one class. So how do you go about that with, you know, you've been teaching for so long. So how do you kind of manage that? Yeah. I mean, it, it's taken time to build this class. Like I remember when class started with like two people and slowly it found its community of people, theater lovers, or sometimes people just want to be creative and maybe sort of no musical theater, all different types of levels uh, from people that have danced to have never danced. And again, I have people from 18 to 75 in class. So there's, <laughs> there's many different levels that's for sure. But I, for, I really try to pay attention and to, to the energy of people, even virtually, I, I, you know, I, and gonna, I encourage people to get out of their head and, and be present, try to be present in your body, uh, not only in your head. And as you know, as a dancer, that's a journey. Sometimes you're, it depends on how you're feeling. And it's been, you know, it's, it's a journey. It's a, it's exciting as an instructor though, to, I really try to encourage people to listen to their intuition, to listen to their compass inside and, um, and then you see the dance magic happen. And once people experience dance magic, it is, they're like hooked because, you know, dance magic is incredible. And I'm telling you, if anybody's listening and does not know dance magic, it is real. It is 100% real. And also science would say endorphins are really will, will kick in when you get your heart rate up, but, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I have, I have fun and I, overall, I just want people to have fun. Uh, and move and take it's it's it is um, to move into mm -hmm. dance. I don't take it lightly. Like I each each time is an it is I'm super grateful to be dancing, and I really try to encourage people to stay in that moment and not think of everything else yesterday or tomorrow. Yeah, I think I, like you nailed it. That it I think dancing makes you kind of forces you to be very present in your own skin and in your own body and your own movement and your own creativity. Um, and especially, like you said, those endorphins and dance magic does go off when you, you know, whether you get it right or not, if you just feel good doing it, you know, and if you see yourself doing it and you just feel good doing it, whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And one thing that I did, I used to do in my live class that I wound up carrying on to the, to the live stream class classes is that, and we would, in the workout performance for act two, I would film, uh, like the performance I would, yeah, I have like 30 minutes to make this happen. But then at the end I would film it and I would be like, it's a safe space. You don't have to be interviewed if you want to, but overall everybody would wear workout. They would love workout costumes and for that. So virtually I would film gallery view and I'd be like, Hey, if you want to turn off your camera, you can, but I'm going to film this. So then I'm going to post it on Facebook. And so they would get to watch each other and that was really encouraging to see. They really loved that. They're like, oh my gosh, look at, look at Esther in her workout costume. Oh my gosh, I love that. You know, and they would encourage each other virtually, 
which was, which was really amazing. So I love, I have so, I mean, we've done at least over 50 combos now, I would say. So like, I have all these videos throughout the, the, the pandemic virtually of a lot of memories. So it's really beautiful. I love that. It sounds like you've really built a community and are continuing to build that community with time. So I guess I wanted to finally ask you, where do you see this going? Because this is such a phenomenal idea. You know, 567 Broadway, who would have thought that? And you kind of brought this to life in such a unique way that, you know, brings people together um, in such a positive manner. So where do you see this in the future? Where do you want it to go? Um, And I guess, are there other elements to this business and your passion for dance that you want to see in the future as well? Yeah. I mean, obviously I want it to go as to as many people as possible. I, I, that's, it's my, my mission to share the power of dance overall, even with five, six, seven Broadway, I see kind of overall it's, it's five, six, seven Broadway, five, six, seven pop music. Uh, there's other ideas of ne- not necessarily just Broadway, but this is the big foundation. And I created a workout video as well that came out before the pandemic. Thank goodness I did that before the pandemic. Uh, and that's been great to go out in the world. And that's on Amazon or that's on, on the website. And, um, you know, I'm just continuing to figure out ways to get the message out to as many people as possible. So I'm really grateful that you gave me an opportunity to chat with you and your community about it because it is important to have these conversations too. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I, I've been realizing more and more for me lately, conversations are really important to share our journeys and to learn from each other. I think that's, I think that we're kind of heading into that section, it seems like, instead of just seeing like social media posts, it's really great to have conversations with each other. Absolutely. I'm really happy that you are on the show and the listeners get to hear about your work and also your journey and where, where all this stems from. And, you know, you're kind of finding yourself through your passion with movement and dance. <laughs> 100%. And, and I think most people do right when they enter, enter movement and dance in general. And, you know, I think a lot of people's experience is that their whole personality and who they become like really is shaped by that. Um, yeah. I always joke with my patients and I'm like, you know, if there's anywhere I would rather be, it would be on stage with lots of cameras and lots of lights <laughs> because I just love it. I'm just who I am, you know? Well, that's the thing I love because, you know, the, the saying is like dance, like nobody's watching. I'm like dance, dance, like everyone's watching. Like, yeah. I lo- like that's the goal. That's the dream. And I know for me and anybody that's listening, I'm kind of an introvert and people would, I really like, I don't like being in the pandemic. I like class, but like if you were just at a party, I'm like super awkward and like weird like that. But oh, dance you would was have never th- known. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm like drained after like a couple hours. I'm like, oh, I got to go home. Uh, but the thing is, dance is the thing that has really helped me, like you said, understand myself, continues to do that. Uh, and, you know, overall, I I try to use it to help me know my dreams, whatever that is, and let life kind of happen. But I can't encourage everybody enough to find movement. I think that's the better word. Dance can scare the heck out of people, Uh, but find movement, find movement in any sort of way. And one last thing is that, I don't know, like I love putting on music and just dancing, like doesn't even necessarily need to be a class, like put on some music and dance when in doubt, dance it out. Like, 120 percent and i try to remember that myself when i'm like uh i feel and then i'll put on a song and i'll be like okay and maybe it's a dramatic maybe it's a celine dion song that i just need to feel my emotions through (laughs) 
<laughs> so. I absolutely love that. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Joseph. Are there any last words that you want to share with our audience today on your work or anything else? Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at 567broadway.com. Everything is there, uh, you know, even on social media at 567broadway. <laughs> I have the most random TikTok account too. Uh, it has nothing to do with 567broadway, but you can you can find me anywhere, but 567broadway.com is the best. And uh, when in doubt, dance it out. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And for listeners, please check out their website, check out the work that Joseph has put out. Um, you have videos on Amazon that you mentioned, and I'm sure that if you just put that out in Google and I'll put the links in our, in our show notes down below, check it out, enjoy. And I hope everybody gets a little wiggle later today. <laughs> <laughs> a little shimmy, a little oh, shimmy. Yeah. <laughs> for people who are listening to the podcast, Joseph and I are shimmying. Right <laughs> yeah, now. we're totally shimmying. There's, I don't know why, but shimmy feels great. It, it just feels, feels good. Amazing. <laughs> But thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in week after week. Thank you for investing in yourself and your well-being. This podcast is free. We don't sell ads. So if you listened to the show today and gained anything out of it, please share it with your friends, family, and colleagues. And it means the world when you rate and review the show. You can even screenshot this episode and upload it to your social media stories and tag at Sneha Physical Therapy. Subscribe to get updates on new episodes so you don't miss a show. See you again next week with an exciting new guest and topic.